This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 45. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for listening today. Now, just before we dive into today's question, which is all about how to study in between your lessons, I wanted to let you guys know about a couple of really cool workshops that are coming up in London and New York. Now, how would you like to come and spend the day with me and my friends Richard Simcott and Alex Rawlings, two extremely well-known and talented polyglots? How would you like to come and spend the day with us, work together, learn about all of the techniques that we use to learn lots of languages and actually use those to, you know, in a workshop environment to help improve your language learning. These workshops are really, really great. We've done lots of them before in different countries. We're going to be in New York in October and in London in November. So if you, if you'd like to come along and join us there, then please head over to polyglotworkshops.com for more information. You can also get the link uh, in the show notes for this show, which will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 45. So let's dive into today's question, which is a follow-up question from Terry, who was, who left a, a great question in the last episode, episode 44, um, about how many teachers you should have, whether it's good to have one teacher or, or more teachers. He then asked a follow-up question, which I thought I'd split off into a different episode. So here it is. I'd love to hear your thoughts about that. I also wonder if you've got any advice or tips about how to actually consolidate uh, after an italki lesson uh, what I've learned. Uh, so in other words, um, what specifically do you do um, between your italki lessons in order to be able to progress and move forward and prepare for the next one? I hope this question or questions make sense um, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. Terry so thanks very much for for the question for the second half of the question now uh, so if anyone hasn't if you're listening and you haven't listened to episode 44 I recommend you go back and listen to that because it kind of prefaces this by talking about um, teachers and how off how many different teachers uh, you think you should have and so the second part of the question is well once you've had your lesson once you've had your language lesson and of course course, Terry talks about italki it doesn't have to be italki of course it can be any language lesson what do you do after your lesson and before the next one to consolidate what you've learned? Now, this is a, it's kind of really the, the big question, isn't it? How do you best learn? And I think I want to I want to approach answering this question by kind of challenging the concept of what is a lesson? What is a lesson? Is a lesson something a lesson with your teacher? Is that the place where you go and you quote unquote study? You go through a textbook and get taught a bunch of new stuff and then go away and practice it? I think this is the kind of uh, this is the traditional concept of a lesson. It certainly, is what we get at school. You know, you turn up and you get taught a bunch of new words, or you get taught a, a new grammar point. Maybe a few practice exercises, and then you, you're kind of off. The teacher says, "All right, goodbye. See you next week," and we'll do the next thing. And then you're kind of left to your own devices to, you know, to actually go away and practice that stuff. And I think this is one of the big failings of language education in general. It's like, you know, we teach teachers will teach you all this stuff. But what they, they don't teach you the really important stuff, which is, well, how do you actually go away and learn that stuff? They'll, they'll, they'll say things to you like, well, go, you know, go and memorize that by next week, please. Or, you know, you really should go and learn that and do some homework as if it was a kind of throwaway thing. I think teachers need to place a lot more emphasis on, well, how, what can I actually do to get the student to, 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 or to help the student actually learn during the week? Because this is the big key. 
if you only have one lesson a week, well, that's not much. You know, the, what really makes the difference and moves the needle in terms of becoming fluent in a foreign language is how you can best use your time day in, day out. And so this gets to the, the point that I really want to make, which is that for me, I don't see time with a teacher as a lesson, a quote unquote, lesson time. I see it as practice time. So whereas the traditional model is kind of you study during your lesson, learn new things and then go away and practice that stuff. I approach language lessons pretty much the opposite way around. I will study at home and learn new things. And then when I get to my lesson, I actually go and practice it. So when I have the chance to, you know, usually in the languages that I'm learning, I don't have the luxury to have to speak with native speakers every day. I wish I did. It would be so much easier. So, you know, if I've got the chance to, to talk with a native speaker once a week, then I'm going to, I'm going to practice during that time for everything it's worth. Now, obviously, occasionally, um, you know, maybe more frequently than that, you, you I will actually learn stuff in the lesson. I might, I sometimes ask my teacher to focus on a particular grammar point, for example, to, so that I can understand that. Um, and in that case, you know, if I'm using my lesson time to actually learn something specific, like a grammar point, uh, for example, then I would take that stuff and then during the week do specific things that help me practice and understand it. So let's say, for example, that uh, you're learning English and your teacher uh, teaches you the difference between the present simple and uh, sorry, the past simple and the present perfect. Maybe that's something that you cover in your lesson. Well, if I was in that situation, then I would go off during the week and I would do as many exercises as I could to try and understand what's been what's been taught. So I would go back and I would I would, I would write out. I'd find a grammar book. I'd do some exercises. I would maybe I'd listen to an audio that has examples of of that grammar point. I'd do everything I could to get me to the point of understanding. And feeling confident that I can understand that thing myself. So Terry, for example, if you're learning Chinese and you've been taught a, you've just been taught the subject verb object rule in Chinese, for example, then I would go away and look at my grammar book and I'd go and do as many exercises and drills as I needed to, to actually understand that. I think that's the best thing you, that you can do. And, it, and it's, it, it, it follows, it's logical, right? If you get taught something new, then go away and practice it. I don't think it's rocket science. But I think what the real key is, once you've done that, the, the, the secret is not to then go into your next lesson and learn the next new thing. Because then you're just on a hamster wheel of constantly learning new stuff all the time and not actually practicing it. So that's why I say that the way that I approach my lessons is, is yeah, I have my lessons two or three times a week, but I see that more as practice time. So regardless of what's what's happened in the previous lesson, my default position is I go into my language lesson. I say, right, let's let's talk, let's practice. So at the moment when I'm having my Arabic lessons, I, I'm basically saying, you know, we're just going to talk Arabic now for an hour, and we're going to see what what happens, because it's very difficult to get this kind of controlled, um, sympathetic practice speaking practice environment elsewhere. So let's say that. Terry, you, maybe you're doing this already. So your lessons, when you say you take italki lessons, maybe what you mean is you're actually going to those lessons and just speaking, just practicing speaking. If that's the case, then I think it gets even simpler because from those lessons, you really want to focus on just capturing a few things that jump out at you. And typically for me, uh, these will be things like particularly useful new vocabulary, perhaps a 
a grammar, an interesting grammar point that comes out. And then typically what I do with that is I will, I will try not to overwhelm myself. And from each lesson, after each lesson, I will say to myself, right, what, what's the really, what's the most important stuff that I've learned from that? Is it this, these five words? Is it this one grammar point? What is it? And I, and I say to myself, right, I'm going to take this and I'm going to learn this. I'm going to practice this stuff until I'm blue in the face. And this is difficult because the temptation is to look at your three pages of notebook, three pages of notes in your book and say to yourself, okay, I need to go away and learn all of this. Well, I tried that approach for years and I can tell you that at least for me, it doesn't work because it's just too much. The key to success and to progress for me is to identify a small number of things and just practice that stuff. So let's say, for example, that I have, after my most recent lesson, I identify six words or six items of vocabulary that I think are particularly useful and that I would like to learn. What I would typically do then is I would take those, take the, that vocabulary and I would put it into flashcards. And uh, I always put vocabulary into flashcards in full sentences. Then during the week, I, I basically I use those flashcards as a way to study, uh, sorry, to capture and to kind of contain new vocabulary all in one place. And then whatever I'm doing, whether I'm just having a coffee or whether I'm in a taxi, I can just browse through those flashcards to remind myself what it is. I might then try to do a little bit of writing, take that new vocabulary and put it into a, a monologue or a little story of some kind to practice it. Or else otherwise, if I get the opportunity to speak during the week, maybe actually just go and practice using that new vocabulary. Um, because that's the kind of stuff that you can do perfectly well at home. You know, this, uh, this flashcards, this writing, even talking to yourself, you know, simple things like that. You can be doing this uh, day in, day out. So... So I'm I'm essentially taking a, a small number of things from the lesson and then finding simple, straightforward ways to practice that stuff. And by doing by using that my lesson time for that, for focusing on the speaking, on the practice time, it means that I'm always moving forward. It's the complete opposite, if you like, of the approach of saying in my lessons I'm just going to learn new things, get my teacher to teach me new things. And I think if you take that approach, that kind of minimalist approach of saying, right, I'm just going to speak and then I'm going to identify a few things that are really important. The process then of going and consolidating it and learning it is, is not difficult. I'm sure, Terry, if I, if I gave you, you know, five or six words uh, that had come out of your, your most recent lesson, I'm sure you, you'd be perfectly capable of coming up with interesting ways of, 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 uh, of learning those words, of, of, of using them. That's not really the difficult thing. The difficult thing is having the discipline, I think, to say to yourself, right, I'm not going to try and learn everything. I'm just going to try and learn a couple of things. And then to, to focus the available study time you've got to really consolidate that. So I hope that makes sense. And I hope that's, I hope that's helpful. It is a, a difficult, a difficult thing to do for sure. And it's one of the, the main things that I cover in my language learning foundations course. It's the, the, I have a concept of the three pillars of study, which I won't go into now, but essentially it's, it's saying you have to have input, you have to have output, you have to have revision of, of all the things that you've learned, and you have to spread that out equally through the week. I always come back to that as the main, the main kind of process, if you like, the main principle of 
of of my study and of my learning and if, if that's something that interests you then head over to the the blog i will teach you a language.com and if you if you click on the courses tab up in the menu you'll find a link to that and you can check you can check that out um but yeah i hope that's helpful terry and if you'd like to ask me a question please do i love questions i love voice questions especially you can ask me a question by going to i will teach you a language.com forward slash ask and there is a voice widget there where you can leave me a message you can also leave me a message in an iTunes review, which I love to get. And you can do that by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash review. Now, I'd like to leave you at the end of every episode with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And given the question that Terry's asked, I want to give you a article that I wrote a while ago that is all about whether you are really making the most of your language classes and your time with your teacher. The title of the article is, Are You Wasting Your Money on Language Classes? It's slightly provocative, but if you are taking regular lessons and you're really not sure whether they're working, whether they're really helping you progress in your language learning, check this out. I'm sure you're going to like it. You can find that in the show notes as well at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 45. So thank you very much for listening. Just before we go, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, the wonderful italki, where you can connect with native speaker teachers to get your language lessons or your, you know, your regular practice with straightforward tutors. Whichever way you want to go, you can find those people on italki. And you can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyouatlanguage.com forward slash start speaking. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.